I want to go to a story. It's in 2 Kings, the fourth chapter and the eighth verse. If you have your Bibles, can you go with me there? Second Kings, fourth chapter, and the eighth verse. And it speaks on this wise. One day Elisha went to the town of Shunem. A great woman lived there, and she urged him to come into her house for a meal. After that, whenever he passed that way, he would stop there for something to eat. She said to her husband, I am sure this man who stops in from time to time is a holy man of God. Let's build a small room for him on the roof and furnish it with a bed, a table, a chair, and a lamp. Then he will have a place to stay whenever he comes by. This is a wise woman. I said, this is a wise woman. This is the key to our upgrade. This is the key to our warfare. She was very hospitable. She was a pious woman. But she noticed something. The presence of God in this man, Elisha, was going by, and it would visit. The presence of God would go by and visit and then leave. The presence of God would go by and then leave in the person of Elisha. She said to her husband, she said, I don't just want the presence of God to go by. I wanted to stay. I wanted to stay here. I enjoy the wisdom when he speaks with us. I enjoy the peace when he's here. I enjoy the security that he gives us. I enjoy his presence. And I want to yield a place in my home. I'm going to make a place in my home. I'm going to sacrifice a place in my home so that the presence of God will abide here with me. And she knew that if the presence of God abides here with me, I will be what? Blessed. I will be what? Protected. I will be empowered. But she had to make room. She had to make room. And that's the key. Many of our hearts are so filled with so many other things. The cares of this world. When you go through uh, Mark, the fourth chapter, it speaks about the seed being sown on different grounds. And it speaks about the thorns and it chokes the word of God. It's the cares of this world. So many of us are so saturated with so many other things and our heart is so full. We're full of ourselves. 
We're full of our own ideas. We're full of our own wisdom. We want to do things our way. But what God is saying today is let's clean out a room. Let's clean out some of that garbage. Let's clean out some of that I can do it myself. Let's clean out I'm going to do it my way. Let's clean it out that's self-sufficient. Let's clean it out. But it takes time. It takes effort. It takes desire. To clean out your heart because there's no room. There's no room. God's trying to get in. He wants to give you that upgrade. He wants to give you that anointing. But with many of us, I noticed when I was going through the trials of dealing with this cancer, there was no room. I was so full of my own ideas from my own theology from the past and my own religious ideas. I had to clean a lot of that stuff out in order for God to come in and be God. We're so full of ourselves. And are we willing to yield that self-sufficiency that I know what I'm doing, that I know where I'm going. I want to do it this way. I've been at this for so many years. This is the way we did it before. This is what this this leader said that's what that leader said and just clean all that stuff out and let God come in and reteach you like a child but he's not going to do it unless you open the door I said he's not going to do it unless you open the door he's waiting for us to open the door so we can clean a lot of that junk out. And when we empty it out, guess what? You ask him to come in. You ask him to come in. Lord, I really don't know. Really, I thought I knew, but I don't know. I ask you to lead and to guide me. I'm going to be humble myself like a child. Teach me how to fight. I thought I knew how to fight. Teach me your principles. Teach me grace, oh God. I'm standing by grace on a daily basis. It's your love. I didn't work for this. But yet and still in my heart, when I see people doing certain things, sometimes I may be so critical. Why are we so critical? We got to clean that nonsense out. We don't know who's saved, who's not saved, where they are. Only God knows. Why can't we leave some things to God? And that's why we get into our jobs and people don't want to be around us because we know it all. We know it all. Instead of walking in grace and walking in love and walking in forgiveness, you know what there's thoughts that go through our mind on a daily basis? If it was put on television, half the people in this church wouldn't come near you. Only God knows about that nonsense. But then somebody else goes through their thing outside and you want to give them the death sentence.
I heard somebody use the term hyper grace. Well, you know what? I'm glad God's grace was hyper for me. I don't know about you, and I understand what they meant by that, but I don't like them using that with the word grace. I'm sorry, because it was grace that saved me. I was addicted. Come on here, somebody. I was an addiction. I wasn't even asking to come into the kingdom of God. God's grace was hyper for me. Hallelujah! He broke the chains of addiction over my life. Hallelujah! When I didn't even know I was bound, God came to see about me. I'm glad his grace was hyper. My mind was messed up. My thinking was out of line. I had to learn how to walk with God. Then I come into religion and I became pious. And God had to teach me, get rid of it, because there's another level I want you to go to. And it's going to come through grace. 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 The unmerited favor of God. Healing people that don't deserve it. Saving people, they don't deserve it. Uplifting and encouraging people. You see, because God has a bigger plan. 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 A bigger plan. You never know if that one, that one may be the mother or the grandmother of that multitude. That is going to be a powerhouse for the kingdom of God. That one. That one. You never know. Only God knows. The story of the man that had the servant that stole from him. And he forgave him. He forgave him. He forgave him. Somebody say with me. He forgave him. He forgave him. And then that servant turned around. And somebody owed him something. And he threw him in jail. Can somebody say grace? Well, the first master was a depiction of God. What did he do with that servant? He threw him in jail. Whatever you sow, don't you know what measure you will also reap? If you want grace and you want peace, then you have to sow grace. And you have to sow grace peace we're going to another level is that okay we're going we're going to get an upgrade is that okay but the way up is the way up is is down the way up with God is down we have to humble ourselves before him we have to humble ourselves before him and give him that space give him that space like this woman this Shunammite woman was not content with the presence of God just passing by in intervals every now and then. She expended a great deal of time, effort, personal resources to make room, to make room, make room, to make room for God in her house. And by doing this, she made room for the supernatural. 
A lot of accolades were attributed to her. She was a wealthy woman. And I know a lot of people attribute that word great to her wealth. But I believe she's great in the kingdom of God because her desire for God's presence. I believe she's great in the kingdom of God because of her desire for God's presence. How many of you desire God's presence? How many of you today desire God's presence? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to ask the worship team to come forward, please. You know, learning to wait on God is essential. These are things that are learned in our trials and our tests. And if we haven't developed that type of relationship where we can hear the voice of God, it's time. It's time. It's time for us to come up to another level. It's time for us to ensue, to pursue, to get into this battle. It's time. Because the principalities and the powers that are being unleashed upon this country and every other country in the world, as you can see it, I hear, I hear, many are speaking and they say, well, you know what, this, this, what they call a pandemic has nothing to do with God, that's just Satan. Your theology is off. And I'm going to stand up here and I'm going to tell you, your theology is off. And I'm going to give you an example why. Your theology is off. It wasn't Satan. Because Satan can't move without God giving him permission. If you know your Bible, he's nothing but, he's nothing but a junkyard dog for the Lord. Hallelujah. No. Satan can't move without God's permission. No. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. If you think this devil can just move by himself, God has a plan. God is trying people. God is testing people. God is cleaning house. Don't fear him that could take your body and take your money. Fear him that can kill your body and throw your soul in hell. Our God is a consuming fire. He is to be feared. He's to be feared. Satan couldn't do it without God's permission. How do I know that? In the book of Job, he asked Satan, he said, Satan, what are you up to? He says, I'm going up and down the earth looking for somebody. He said, have you considered my servant Job? He says, yeah, but you have a hedge around. He says, okay, I'm going to take the hedge down. But you can only do so much. You can only do so much. He had to follow God's directions. He had to follow God's direction. God was trying Job. In another place, David numbered the people of Israel. God didn't want him doing that because there was a pride involved. And God wanted to test him. And the Bible says that Satan sent a plague. But then when you see what the plague was, it was, it was a giant angel with a sword that was killing the people. God allowed it. God allowed it. You can't get away from God. And any prophet that tell you you can just bind and rebuke things that are happening around us, you better know where it came from. You better know who sent it. Because some things you can't bind and rebuke. 
God didn't mean it for you in the first place. You just abide in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the full armor of God. Do the works of God. Be the children of God. Stand up and be the light of God. It wasn't meant for you. The wrath wasn't meant for you. But to all those that will disobey God in the wickedness of Sodom, in the wickedness of Egypt, in the wickedness of Rome, in the wickedness of this world. Because the wrath of God is being poured out and it's coming to a culmination. Where will we stand? There's going to come a time when, when you speak truth, they may come to your door and they will ask you what you said and it may be against the laws of this land. If you say anything that is against the laws of this land, you may be put in jail. Where are you going to stand? It's coming. Somebody say it's coming. It's coming. Don't put your head in the sand. Come from under the covers. It's coming. It's coming. Don't be so enamored. Don't be so uh, 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 persuaded by the glitter and the gold and, 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 and the, the, the uh, technology. I was taking a course. Don't you know they have a technology where they're using nanites? nanotechnology to infuse it into the bloodstreams of people whereas it will attack the disease directly it will attack the disease directly and it will report back to the doctors or the technicians exactly what's going on inside of them these people will be cyborgs they're going to infuse them with this technology infusing and there are many that will accept it do you know that there were vaccines that many of us didn't accept because they were made from aborted fetuses? Do you know that? And because of our conscience, because of our conscience, we would not accept it. What if it wasn't available and we just had to go through? What if the other technology wasn't available. And with the other technology, do you know they restructure your RNA? They put that into your, there's, 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 there's an infusion into your, you know what your RNA, your DNA is? Do you know what time we're living in? Do you know you cannot be complacent anymore? Do you understand that you have to get an upgrade? Do you understand that God wants you to survive? Do you know that God loves you with all of his heart? Do you know that God wants you be, to be the warriors, to be the light, to be the salt that he's called for in these last days? But if we are not diligent, we'll fall by the wayside. This is not a joke. And I pray to God that this is not just another message that you hear. You know, the scripture says that those that look in the perfect law of liberty and forget what type of man they are, they continue to do what they're doing. Well, I don't want to look into the law of God. I don't want to look into the word of God and forget 
what I am. I want to see myself. I want to be real. Do you want to be real with yourself? Do you want to be real with yourself? Do you want to really see yourself so that God can get in you, that God can capture that heart, God can have that space inside of you so we can move that garbage out? Do you want to be real with God? Do you know there's some that don't even look in the law of liberty? There are many children of God, saints, that don't even look in the law of liberty. I was reading the scripture and the Holy Spirit said there are some that don't even look. It's speaking about those that do, but there are some that are not even looking at all. It's time for change. It's time for an upgrade. 